going to have me on there too? Or yeah, I'm going to switch it over. Hello, Pam Dubois with DMV Real Estate coming to you today. We are so happy and grateful for the opportunity to sit here with you live, and we're so happy and grateful that you actually have the time to join us. Um, we are actually basically going to send you, uh, get you information on real estate and what's happening in the real estate market. A little bit nervous. Um, butterflies are here. Um, thankfully, butterflies are silent, so that's good. We can handle it. I can handle my butterflies. I don't know about Chuck. You'll do great. But, yeah, but anyway, um, a little bit about me. I've been in the real estate field for a little over 30 years. Um, worked in uh with real estate settlement attorneys for 12 years and then switched over. We had our own uh, mortgage company for five years and then in 2003 became a full-time realtor. Um, and I've decided basically to share that knowledge and information uh, with everyone and with the professionals in the real estate field. I love real estate, I love what I do, and so this is quite exciting for me uh, to have this opportunity to share with you uh, all this information. Uh, we are here to provide you information uh, about real estate in the DMV area, DC, Maryland, Virginia, buying, selling, investing, commercial real estate, um, flipping of properties, open houses, broker, brokers opens, basically anything to do with real estate. Um, we are here to help you and get you information on that. Um, the show in itself, uh, 1.30 to 2 o'clock th on uh, Wednesday, is going to be where I'll be talking with professionals in the real estate field, uh, just to give you more information out there on what's going on with real estate. Title companies, lenders, uh, appraisers, in home inspectors, um, auctioneers, basically different people, different pro professionals in the real estate field anyway. Um, one of the other things that we're going to do is we are going to provide you information with what's happening, fun things to do in the DMV area. We live in an area that there's so much to do in this area. Uh, D.C., we've got the museums, the waterfront downtown, uh, the cherry blossoms. I don't know if you got an opportunity to check out the cherry blossoms last week, but it was beautiful. If you haven't had an opportunity, please take time to go out and check the cherry blossoms downtown. It's really pretty. Uh, Virginia, we've got um, the cruises up and down the Potomac. That's a beautiful thing to do also while the cherry blossoms are in bloom right now. And then Maryland, we've got the mountains and Ocean City, Ocean City, Maryland, so we can go from mountains to, to the ocean. So there's so many fun things to do in the DMV area. I love this area, basically. It's just we can never get bored. So much to do. And um, basically, we're going to share that information in between shows on Wednesday with you out there live, showing you information and giving you fun things to do in the DMV area. Uh, on Wednesday, 1.30 to 2 o'clock again, I, my guest today is Chuck Teets from Chuck and Elder Realtors. And uh, he's actually a realtor in Northern Virginia. And Chuck and I are going to talk about the home buying process. and. If you're a first-time home buyer, basically what to expect out there and what you should do, what your first steps would be in the home buying process. Oh, thanks for that introduction, Pam. I'm Welcome. proud to be here today and be your first guest in your new venture. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to uh, helping the audience be prepared to buy their first home or their next home. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking forward to that too. I, uh, what do you think, um, basically, if there's someone out there that is currently renting and they're saying, okay, you know what, I'd like to invest in real estate. How do I start? How do I get started? What do I do? Well, that's a good question. 
and the earlier you start that, the better you'll be for it. Um, most of the time, when one re retires, their largest asset is actually their home. Mm -hmm. and, and with uh, appreciation, the earlier you, you own a home, the better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 I agree with you, yeah. So you'll, you'll make that appreciation o over time. Traditionally, since back in the 40s, the average is about 7% okay. yearly appreciation on a home. Wow. Okay, yeah, and, and I guess that's all area sensitive too, depending on what area it is, I guess. It's just a statistic nationwide. Nationwide, average. okay. Yeah, okay. Of course, you, you, you can lose, but that doesn't happen very often. Right, right. We did have the crash in 07, uh, and we hope we never repeat that. They have a lot of uh, uh, systems in place to prevent that runaway housing market. Yeah. That we had in 2000, well, prior to 2007. Yeah, and hopefully it'll stick to that basically. Yeah, I heard, you know, well, one of the things that I heard is um, real estate basically is like a seven to 10 year cycle um, as far as the upside and the downside of where it actually goes. But as far as the first time home buyer, getting back to the first time home buyer, um, they're out there, you know, with their apps and they're, you know, it's like looking at properties. I want to go look at this property. I want to go look at that property. And so sometimes they can be like all over the place. What would your advice be for that one person? Well, yeah, that's how the, the industry has changed. Uh, right. We used to be, we would find the homes mm -hmm. as a realtor, but there's so many apps out there that find the homes. Our, our job has, has turned to helping them buy the home. They'll find it on their own, although there's a lot of things we do to set up automated searches so they don't miss one yeah. that would work for them and our knowledge of the area and it helps us to uh, well, that uh, helps them decide where they'd like to live. Right, right. And sometimes the pre-approval maybe is... Well, pre-approval yeah. pre is uh, the first step mm -hmm. uh, that I advise my buyers to take. Okay. Uh, it, it prevents them from wasting time. Mm -hmm. uh, they know, they always have questions anyways. Right, so right. So I like to have an initial interview with them. Okay. So we can discuss the financing options, and then based on what I find out from that interview, mm -hmm. I will recommend uh, what our, our best loan might be. Although I'm not a lender, I, I go through it with every client. Okay. So uh, then I have different lenders that I would recommend depending on uh, their credit, down payment, right, what whether they've been in the military or not. Right, that's a good point, uh, yeah. So uh, in this initial meeting, I, we, we can discover a lot and uh, then we go through the pre-approval process. Because with, without that pre-approval, if you happen to find a home right away mm -hmm. and you don't have a pre-approval, the seller won't take you seriously. Right, right, right. He wants to know if you take your home off the market, that seller wants to know that you have the ability to buy it. And in this market that we're in today mm -hmm. it, it is a seller's market it is so yeah. they can yeah. they can pick the buyer that they want and sometimes it's not all about the price the seller is more concerned that once they take their home off the market mm -hmm. that it will be sold mm -hmm. yeah yeah and they won't have any hiccups through the process basically they want to make sure that's a real a qualified buyer and, and you know nothing's going to come up 
Yeah, yeah it, could, it, it could jeopardize the, the seller. That's why the, the pre-approval is so important. If the seller takes it off the market mm -hmm. and puts it back on, the first question that seller's gonna get is, well, why, what happened? What happened with your first sale? Why didn't they buy it? Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're gonna end up maybe getting less than what they could have. Right. What about um, basically, uh, I guess, you know, when you when you look at a first time home buyer and as far as their down payment um, and their funds for closing? Uh, a for, for, there are some first time home buyer programs out there. Okay. Uh, you can get uh, as little as a zero down. Okay. However, the, the best loan mm -hmm. that you could get is 20% down. Okay. If you have good credit and you put 20% down, you're going to get the best interest rate. Okay. And that's, yeah, with yeah, the conventional loan, basically. That, yeah, that is a conventional yeah, loan. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, another program that's available uh, in the conventional line is uh, anywhere from 3 5 10% okay. down loans. Okay. Uh, the, the, these come at a cost, mm -hmm. and so that's why if you can put down to 20%, you'll be better off. Um, and if you can't qualify and you don't have good credit, FHA is a, is a good option to go. Okay, okay. With, with uh, FHA financing, that's backed by the federal government. Okay. With uh, the FHA, you put down 3.5%. Okay, right, yeah. But uh, in, in addition to the 3.5% that you have as a down payment, you also have closing costs, which run about right. 3%. Right, another 3%, right, yeah. What are you finding, I guess, basically? Do you, are you um, specifically working in the Northern Virginia area? Um, are you all over the right, place? Right now, we just work Northern Virginia. Okay. Northern Virginia is very, very active, and uh, I know it like the back of my hand. Okay, what's your average price range in Northern Virginia? Uh, around 500,000. Okay, okay, so you've got a little bit of the higher end buyer the, as opposed to the maybe the 200,000, 300,000, basically, that need the, um, three and a half percent um, or the three percent closing help basically you're probably not finding a lot of that yet. it's hard to get closing help right now uh, mm -hmm. rec recently we had uh, representing a seller mm -hmm. and uh, the buyer's agent brought us a offer we were asking uh, four hundred and fifty thousand for the home okay the offer came in at four hundred and fifty five thousand mm -hmm. and they asked for five thousand in closing costs okay. that the seller, the seller of the property would give, it's called a seller subsidy, uh -huh. would give the, the buyer at closing okay. to offset some of their closing costs. Okay. And typically with the seller's market, that's what we're seeing. Okay, so they bumped up the price basically to incorporate the actual closing cost help that they were looking for. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Did they end up getting that offer? They did. They did get that offer. Congratulations. That's great then. That's really good. So are you finding a lot of multiple offer situations right now? Almost every home gets multiple offers on it. Okay. Four to seven if the home is priced correctly. Okay. If so it's overpriced, you may not even get one offer. Well, yeah, because it's just going to sit there. And, and buyers are very savvy in this market. They know if the home is overpriced. Yeah, Absolutely. it's going to just actually kind of sit there. But, um, a bit, you know, as far as going back to the buyer and the multiple offer situation, let's talk about that a little bit. What would you advise a buyer? Um, so this is a first-time buyer that's actually coming into the market. They think they're, they're coming into the market really strong. They're pre-approved. They're ready to go. They're, they have their letter and don't realize that basically they're going to be in a multiple offer situation, you know. Um, 
what would you advise them to do if they were in a multiple office situation? Well, <clears throat> expect to have to make more than one offer uh, and you may get disappointed because yeah. you're competing and until you really have faith in your realtor and can trust him and you can back that up maybe with some market experience and you've lost a few properties and yeah. then you can move forward with confidence to be able to um, make the type of offer that will win that home. You know, traditionally when we're in a normal market mm -hmm. or a buyer's market, we're negotiating. Mm -hmm. And right. what do we negotiate? Generally price uh, right. terms Rest also, time. Right. but everybody wants a good deal. They do. Yeah, yeah, very true. Everybody wants a good deal. There's Even no in this crazy market where it's, yeah, competition left and right. Yeah. There's no deals out there. Yeah. There's no deals out yeah. there. Uh, you hear all this flipping. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I don't won't go into that now. Right. But uh, all that you hear on radio and TV is you should be skeptical of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely, and you're absolutely right, the flipping market has definitely um, slowed down. It's not like what it used to be years ago, based mm -hmm. where properties were, you know, left and right. You, you can actually get a really good deal and turn around and flip it. So, so it is a different market. So what, what we're negotiating now is, yeah. is, is negotiating to win the home. Mm -hmm. the, okay. the buyer that walks away with that home is, is the, the winner. Um, yeah. And... Uh, if you're looking to get price, price may be what you pay, but value is what you get. Yeah. So be prepared to forego yeah. some of the typical norms of the industry, which is a home inspection. Now, I don't necessarily advise that. I yeah. just want to tell the audience that, that is one way to prevail. Yeah. Is either to not ask for a home inspection or get a home inspection with the right to void yeah only that you're in other words you're not going to ask them to fix anything but if you find something major mm -hmm. you can walk away from your offer not lose your down payment okay so so like a home in fact inspection for informational purposes only basically yes yeah. yes uh, one uh, better than that mm -hmm is do your home inspection in advance before, before yeah. you have a ratified contract. Yeah. Now, you, this will cost you $500 or so, but if you really want that house, the seller's agent will appreciate the fact, and the seller will appreciate, that they don't have to go through another negotiating process for home inspection. And you as a buyer, mm -hmm. then you'll know everything you need to know everything about that about home, and you can buy with confidence that you're not going to buy something that you'd prefer not prefer not to have owned right right what about um so um you're probably in your area probably seen a lot of 20 percent down because of the price range um as opposed to fha you know so um if you bumped up the price to incorporate the sales price if somebody's asking for the you know for sales costs um uh closing costs help basically are you seeing any issues with appraisals um I have seen some issues with appraisals. You are? Okay. Uh, because appraisals lag the market. They're looking back at what properties have sold for prior to today. Yeah. The appraiser is not looking at what's happening in the market right now. Yeah. And as a realtor, I have my finger on the pulse 
and that's what the price is today, they're going to compare that against homes that have sold maybe, I, I don't know what the appraisers go by exactly, mm -hmm. but certainly 30, 60, 90 or more days back. Yeah, okay. And so those may not reflect the increased prices that you have to pay to be the winner today. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, even though the demand is there and the demand is high, um, uh, you find that basically, uh, I guess, appraisers, it doesn't matter that you have 10 offers on the property and the highest offer is willing to pay fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 than what the last property appraised for, basically. The appraisal is still going to come in, in your experience, at the last value, the most um, comparable property, e even within the last three or six months, yeah, no matter what the demand is. Right, and, yeah. it, it, and, and, and two homes could be the same model, mm -hmm. but they're going to vary in condition. Yeah. So if they're comparing it with one that's in better condition, but same square footage and everything, you may not have an appraisal issue. Um, that's one of the uh, terms that you can waive is appraisal, but okay. you have to have the cash to be Back able to pay above that appraised price in cash because if your lender's requiring 3%, he'll want the 3% yeah. plus whatever you bid over the appraisal. Right, so you have to have the cash and just prove that you have the cash to back it up up front, basically. Um, what about... Um, yeah, I guess, I'd like to talk about yeah. lo loans a little bit more. Yeah, sure, we're, absolutely. We're, yeah, yeah, let's talk about Talk about first-time buyers and mm -hmm. what options they have. Yeah. We, we talked about the conventional with the different percentages down, and yeah. of course it, it comes with higher interest rate the lower you put down. And then you have the FHA of 3.5% down. Right. And then you have uh, VA, if mm -hmm. you've been a veteran, uh, and that's zero down. Mm -hmm. And uh, zero, zero down it is good. I've mm -hmm. actually had um, buyers with a VA. Mm -hmm. That's good, yeah. They put down a certain amount of money. I love my VA buyers, so yeah. <laughs> I'm prejudiced and, that way. And but, they yeah. put down, and that's called an earnest money deposit, okay. which anytime you write an offer, it needs to have, we go with approximately 1% of the price that we're offering okay. as an earnest money deposit. Okay. And uh, so wh where I was going with that is these VA buyers have actually walked away from the table with money. In their pocket. In their pocket, from, yeah. it, but it's their own money because it was the money they had put down in their earnest money deposit, and we negotiated their closing costs. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah. we got those fees paid, and they walked away with money, and, and that's... Uh, that's awesome. Something yeah, they that's, deserve. That's awesome. I'm, yeah, my heart is all for VA, so if you, if I had enough homes, I'd just give it, give it to them, <laughs> but I can't do that. But, yeah, that's actually a good point. But I do see um, um, there's, like, um, I think Navy Federal now is doing 100% financing conventional. I saw also. that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what that's all about, yeah. but I was really surprised because they're very conservative. Yes. Um, I have a lender that... Uh, many times can beat the rate though so mm -hmm. you you will you will get a, a full disclosure from your lender mm -hmm. about the loan that'll lay out all the fees associated with it okay and and the interest rate um, so only with this uh, disclosure will you really be able to compare one lender against the other, the other right. because they tout whatever really sounds good yeah and they all have something and it's true whatever yeah. they're but you need the whole package to right. be able to compare. You need to have everything, basically. Yeah. And that's yeah. where we we help the buyers. Uh, uh, <clears throat> a lot of buyers, what they they think they go to a bank. Mm -hmm. Well, 
banks may be able to do it, credit unions can do it, mm -hmm. uh, but if their bank is not in the business of mortgages, they're probably not going to be the best option. Right. Mortgage lenders are the best. Mm -hmm. They 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 they, they right realize that the um, settlement date mm -hmm. that we put in the offer and becomes a contract is more than a suggestion. Okay. It's what we're shooting for. Both okay. buyer and seller or everyone are on track to meet that date, and the lender needs to be with us. Right. There's a lot involved and a lot of back end people. Yeah involved in the whole situation. So the lending is the beginning process of all of it, really, basically. If that, you know, is not right, then everything else can just, mm -hmm. like, you know, fall fall apart. So you want to make sure you have that qualified buyer in the first place. Yeah, that's so important. And, yeah. and in my, my buyer interview, I, I go over all this. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you really want to prevail in this market, go one step ahead of that initial application. Okay. S uh, give the supporting documents. Okay. Two, two years tax thing. returns, okay. W-2s for two years, uh, year to date. Okay. Um, especially if you want to use overtime okay. uh, in the calculation. Submit those to the lender and let's get fully underwritten and okay. have a pre-approved loan only contingent upon the property. The appraisal and the property. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you're pretty, pretty much fully approved and just got to find the property now and just get it appraised and you're this done. This will give a lot of comfort to the seller. Yeah, and that's a great idea, especially in a multiple offer situation. It presents a very strong offer for your seller, so that's mm. great. Any other helpful hints that you can think of for first-time home buyers out there? Well, I like, I like to have the, the initial consultation yeah. um, so we can find what's important to them. Uh, is it, uh, being close to work? Do they yeah. work in the city? That's a good, yeah. Good idea. Do yeah. they want to have access to public transportation? Do they plan on commuting? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we know to find properties that are around metro stations or mm -hmm. the VR, in Virginia, it's the v, VRE works a lot of times. It goes uh, to Fredericksburg, Manassas, uh, stops in Burke, Springfield. Mm -hmm. So that's a good option. If now, what's a VRE? I don't know anything about a, that. Uh, Virginia Rail Express. Okay. Okay. So does that pick them up from certain metro stations and take them to? I guess the, the uh, uh, it, it it does stop at, I believe in Springfield. It's also a, a a metro station there. Okay. But generally, it's an independent rail system. Okay. Uh, that uh, that runs for commuter purposes also. Okay. It's from Fredericksburg and stops in Manassas. And I don't I can't recite all the stops, but yeah. uh, you can but certainly that's great. find it. Uh, yeah. So, you know, a knowledgeable realtor can guide them to, well, where could I live if I want to, you know, use the Virginia Rail system as opposed to Metro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea because, yeah, and I guess a lot of people, depending on um, areas right now, is public trans transportation, basically, everybody wants to take the Metro because, you know, the traffic around here is just horrendous, you know. And so not everybody can use public transportation. Uh, good point, yeah. And, good point. Uh, a lot of people would like to be located in near the city. Yeah. But the prices closer to D.C., of course, are going to be higher for the same home. Yeah. It, and it's like a ripple dropping a pebble in the water. And, and you have a little ripple wave moves further out you go. Then the more you can get. The more you can get, the newer home you can get for maybe even less money. Right. But the, the trade-off to that is if you live in the city, uh, 
then you're going to sacrifice part of your life in commuting time. <laughs> right. So it's either one or the other, basically. Yeah. yeah. My big thing now is having a condo in the city and just like forgetting about the the country. Been there, done that. But um, anyway, um, so we've secured a contract, basically pre-approval. Uh, we talked about the appraisal. Um, uh, what are you finding as far as the closing time for a typical contract right now once you're under contract and ratified? Normal closing time can be 30 to 45 days, but it can be done as little as 21 days. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> if you're in a lease situation and you don't want to be paying a mortgage and a lease, uh, sometimes we can stretch it out to 60 days okay. before we close. Okay. Um, but uh, if you can, if you want to prevail, mm -hmm. find out what the seller's needs are. And try to accommodate okay. those. Yes. So, good point. Very good point. Yeah. So if you are in a position that you can let the seller mm -hmm. stay in the home after closing for a few weeks or a yeah. month, that's a feather in your cap for winning the bid. This situation, the contract. Yeah. If you mm -hmm. can actually do whatever the seller wants. Re re recently, uh, we lost one, and that's why we lost it. The, really? the other buyer, we were representing the buyer, yeah. and uh, there were multiple offers on it, and the listing agent didn't share with me how many, but the one that prevailed was willing to close on the, the home mm -hmm. this month, so the and the two buyer to three weeks, and allow the seller to live in the home until June. Oh, wow. Were they having Rent a home free. belt or something? Or what, was a seller having a home built or something? Or I, I don't rent know. Rent-free. Yes, rent-free. And so they said, well, and the, the price was right? Yeah. They won. Wow. Wow. So the seller got to live in the property until June, rent-free. Wow. So I guess you have to put a lot of things in writing, basically, you know, in case something happens to that property once the seller is still living, because now I'm, the buyer now owns this property, so the seller is mm -hmm. renting back. So I guess it get, just goes into a rental situation. <coughs> it's called a post-occupancy. Yeah, rental, yeah. But for free. <laughs> yeah, so, whoa, it's not a lease. No, no. Not a lease. Not a lease. Yeah. Yeah, security of deposit, I guess, basically. Generally, yeah. yes. Large def security deposit. Definitely the okay. security deposit. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you so much. It was great. This is great information. I appreciate you being here today with me. It, this was great. And uh, Can I just Chuck say Teets? something? About, Absolutely. Um, I'm Chuck Teets, Chuck and Olga Realtors. And if you ever have any questions, uh, Northern Virginia, please feel free to call us. Chuck, Chuck and Olga Realtors. Yeah, Chuck's a great guy. He's actually been wonderful to be my first guest, and I really so appreciate him um, being on here with us today. Um, we will be back with more information next Wednesday from 1.30 to 2 o'clock. And meanwhile, I basically I leave you with go after your dreams and your vision and live life by the golden rule. Thank you again for tuning in, and we will see you next Wednesday from 1.30 to 2 o'clock.